Trying to be Nikki these days. I'm gonna definitely get copyrighted for this, but I don't care. <laughs> she low key hard though, like, I'm with it. Let's go party. Come on, honey. Let's go party. Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck is she doing? She is hard, but dog, I'm so confused right now. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm gonna do the math if you and me and dance. I'm gonna do the math if it's me and you really dance. Yo. Alright. Okay. I'm sorry, folks. I just had to get my vibes right. <sighs> Welcome to the Rondo Show Podcast, episode 88. Um, hope everybody out there is living up to their full potential or on their way to it. Um, that's the best you can do. Um, shout out to Knob Creek. Best whiskey at the moment. Ah, say nah. Best whiskey on the planet. Um, yeah, episode 88, man. I appreciate everybody listening, man. It's just me here today. Um, shout out to uh, NASCAR P. Dropping them albums, man. Dropping them albums out. Uh, in the pile picks, I'll put his album up there. It's the latest album, but um, shout out to you, bro. After you know it's real, I told him to take a few uh, pies off. Then I texted him, but he ain't never... Uh, you never hit back. And it's all good. It's all good. I just uh got a vision, got a vibe, got an energy. I'm trying to go for a point, a mission, a purpose in what I'm doing. And um, I just want everything to be clear before, you know, I keep adding people's personalities and their uh, perspectives on the show. Because, yeah, like I said, I just don't want to stand for something that I don't stand for. 
And I can't have I can't have people calling me retarded and dumb to my face on my show. <laughs> it just can't happen. No matter how uh, heated a debate can get, it's supposed to be content. It's supposed to be flagrant. It's supposed to be a show, not a personal, uh, not a personal thing. He actually admitted to being upset, so I don't think that's good when when people get upset through conversation. So that partially could have been on me. I could have escalated things uh, unintentionally, and if I did, hey. This is why I'm making this change right now. This is why I'm I'm ready to have that conversation with him so that we can um, get on the same page. But I don't know if her name is G with an explanation point or a little cherry, but either way, I think it's... I think she wants us to come party with her. She is fucking fire, though. That is hilarious to me, just because it's like Asian hip-hop. And she's kind of like doing the female thing. It's just funny how fast... Uh, uh, female rapping or singing can go when they're not black. It's just crazy. But I'm not going to make this about that. That was just a some shit I literally just found at the beginning of the pod. And I was like, hey, why not share this with the world? It's, it fucking threw me for a loop when I seen it, man. Yeah, man, I can't. I can't say she, that beat ain't banging. I can't say that uh, she ain't got a flow. I fuck with her flow. Her flow is definitely a different. Um, but dude, can't stop everybody, and I, I ain't in stopping nobody from doing nothing. So that shit is pretty cool to me. Um. Appreciate everybody who listens to this podcast, who subscribed to this podcast, who tuned in on Instagram and keep posted about this podcast. Um, KKM Media Company on YouTube. Thank you for everybody who subscribed to that. Um, I do have a YouTube show called Just My Random Thoughts. Those episodes are a little shorter. Some of them are 30 minutes, but most of them are like between 10 to 15 or below 10. Um, So easy watch. Good information there. Great perspectives. Some of them are funny. Excuse me. And speaking of funny, you know, I was told that I should be a comedian by a lot of people, but I feel like a lot of people are told that and they don't really, uh, they're not really funny. Me personally, I feel like I'm funny, but I also know comedy. So I don't, comedy is a commitment. Like you have to give your whole life to that thing. And for me, I'm just not in a space where I want to do that full time. So I just said, man, I'm good. I won't, I won't disrespect the craft like that, you know. Until I, I always said I would do it in the later years of my life, and I would just sit back or whatever. And where I'm at right now, it's not really a comedy scene. It's nowhere to go to perform. Um, I heard there might be opening a comedy club somewhere nearby, but that's still like two hours away. So I mean, I'm down to do it. But like I said, I got a lot that I'm doing right now, and I want to just get rooted in that first. And then uh, take off with that. You know, y'all see me inserted all the time on this podcast. Briefly, here and there. I try to be funny here and there. I don't necessarily want to make the whole thing like that. Um, but yeah, man. Appreciate everybody for tuning in, man. Keep tuning in. Um, on, on Spotify, uh, subscribe and follow and like, share, listen, comment, review. Do all that shit. Interact with the shit. Give me your take on it. What you think we need to improve on? Not saying we even gonna do any of that shit. So no. But now what we what you think we need to improve on? And um yeah, man. We can get it popping. But right now, just came to my attention that T.I. was booed. And I'ma just play this because shout out to T.I., man. I appreciate Anybody that's not a comedian doing comedy because it makes it easier to me for me to do comedy. But I just watched Desi Banks get booed and I was like, oh, he's a he's an Internet guy. He's funny on the Internet. Like he's not funny in person. But like I said, that's just one clip. I hadn't seen him. And um, 
It's kind of funny how him being booed is funnier than the jokes he was saying and being booed for. But, hey, what can you do but live and learn? So I'm going to play this clip from Godfrey. I'm going to take it all the way back to Godfrey. Because when I heard T.I. was doing comedy, I was like, oh, oh, that's that's sweet. Like, he's doing comedy. But then he started doing these big stages, like, instantly. And I was like, whoa, like, hold on, like. I wasn't necessarily like, he don't deserve this and he don't deserve that. But at the end of the day, you got an opportunity based on a rap career. An already famous person gets to skip the line. And um, it has nothing to do with skill at that point. People are granting your celebrity priority over people who have talent but have been working because they don't have the celebrity that you have. So it's a little... it's a. For me, it was like, oh, okay. If you want to call it cheating, I mean, that's what it is. If you ask me. So let's see. Let's see what Godfrey talked about when he went to the breakfast club. He addressed it. I didn't believe you. I thought you were lying because I just happened to be working the night. You know, bullshit. I wouldn't have said anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, actually, he is so nice. Like you like nice and nice, but not saying you were mean, but you were. What was your nice. perception? I was nothing. Really, I mean, I just thought you were just. I don't know, because you know, I thought maybe she'd be like, so shitty. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. not really, but you're a super nice, like overly nice. Like, You've been scoring before, goddamn. No, I, I didn't. Who hasn't? Who fucking hasn't? I guess T.I. Uh, <laughs> did the uh, Shaq All-Star uh, Omni thing. That's why people don't like Angela. She brings up the rough shit. Shaq Comedy All-Star. That is a historic comedy show if you do not know. It's a big it's a big fucking deal. People who've been doing it for years and years and years go there. And um That's probably the thing too. I feel like behind the scenes he TI might have been super confident. This is just my opinion and me making assumptions, but he might have been super confident. So celebrities, not even celebrities, but comedians of a high caliber to say, hey, push, push him, push him. So he can see the reality that you need to sit the fuck down and take your damn time. But I'm gonna let it play. And Charlemagne being confused is, you know, uh, very helpful for Godfrey in this interview because at the end of the day, he uh, he felt that same way, that same initial confusion and T.I. gets to call it hate. And don't, and, and then T.I. goes on to say, what God got for you, you know what I mean? What God got for you, you can't, he, I can't take that away from you. I'm like, man. The, the, and then he said he wants to kill his ego, but I'm like, dude, that's ego speaking right there because who said that you was going to take something from somebody? The reality is, God do got certain things for me, but if you are getting those opportunities based on your celebrity and not not none of the comedy work, not not work in life, comedy work. <sighs> I don't know how to say it. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let him talk. Right. Why are you making that face? That's what that's it. Yeah, what do you mean? Now he's trying to Right, I ain't got to say it. What? <laughs> I'm just I mean, I get Shaq, I mean, I get, you know, T.I.'s a celebrity, though, but yeah. I'm just talking about performance-wise. That's usually the thing that takes now, you to that next recall, level of the comedian. I, I didn't say it. Now, do you recall we had a whole conversation up here about Godfrey and T.I. and how T.I. went on after Godfrey? Remember we had that whole conversation? Yeah. I was in Atlanta. You spoke about it. I was in Atlanta. I know I'm in the closet because it's still lingering a little bit. <laughs> but, um, 
when I was in Atlanta, um, I was doing at Atlanta Comedy Theater, and I'm going to say, I did like hour 40, right? I'm going to say one thing, and I know they about to come for me. Everybody in Atlanta about to come for me. But the reality is, man, I feel like it's a Southern. Uh, every time I've dealt with, especially hood or gangster, whatever you want to call it, um, Southern dudes, they're very uh, Debo-ish, if you know what I mean. They just walk up, and it's like, you're going to stop me, and if you don't want confrontation, then you're going to lose because I'm going to take whatever you got, period. And it's like we just coming to take over. And it's this uh, mentality of like this bully mentality, but it's an intimidation factor. And it's also they don't have to have the skill involved. It's not about skill. It's about power. And like I said, intimidation. So I didn't notice. I never noticed the I mean, there's a few guys who who you know, do whatever, play the game, if you want to call it that. But my experience with people from the South is, you know, you go down in the South and you're like, hold on, but I thought this, I thought this, I thought the, I thought I was allowed to do. And they're like, boy, who else you see out here right now but me, boy? Right. So my whatever I say goes. Ain't nobody about to, ain't nobody about to save you, man. That mentality is like I'm gonna just I, I can I can talk my way into anything. I can manipulate my way into anything, and I can take shortcuts, and I can just skip the line. Like this shit is real life. Like I haven't been skipped in line in actual physical lines by people from the south, and it's because. They are looking at me like, what are you going to do about it? You can play these games and follow the rules and all of that. And the part of that, the element of that, I'm with it. Like, I love that. But some of it is just like, dude, you got to do the work, man. You can't skip steps. You just can't. Because then the quality of the content ain't going to be where it needs to be. And... And I literally was like, to do what? I was like, I don't, what are you talking about? Can you, and he goes, he was calling me, I said, oh, okay. And then I said, sit down, fuck it, let me go up. And all I said was, you know, I, I saw T.I. because I'm T.I. fan. See what I'm saying? It's his town. That's that South shit. Respect the game, man. Respect the craft. This is the shit that I don't want to just run out here and do comedy for because it's respect. It's respectful to the craft, to the comedy. It's the same as doing music. This is why rappers rap about rappers because rappers just get on tracks and say anything over a beat and then they get opportunities and you like, hey, nigga, I've been putting all this work in, da 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 da. Like, how you don't understand that? It's like, oh, here we go. It's that southern in, 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 intimidation. It's like, oh, you don't want to piss this person off because this, that, and the third, man. In the video that he's talking about, T, I said, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to talk. I just want, uh, I think he said, brief, he basically said, I want to briefly address something real quick. I just want to talk about it. And he said, because I feel like our conversations push it. But when you get on Instagram and make a video, that's not a conversation. That's not a conversation at all. In no way, shape, or form is that a conversation. 
You wanted to wield your power, man. You know what you got going on out here. Why is everybody so scared, man? Thought this was supposed to be comedy. Thought we was just all in the game together. It's all in fun. Right. How the respect, man. How how respectful would that be if Godfrey just wanted to rap? See, but that's the thing about comedy to rap. If you go from comedy to rap, people don't care because you're not intimidating to a rapper who's been rapping for a long time and you just started doing comedy. But if you man, you just started rapping but you were doing comedy. But if you are a a rapper going into comedy, it's like, dude, this ain't no joke. Ironically, <laughs> no pun intended, but this ain't no fucking joke, man. It's, it's years of shit that's going into this. Years of. That's different. Right. Right. What did I say? I'll be right back. By the way, I haven't seen the podcast with those two together yet. For me, it's just out of respect for Godfrey, but I'll watch it eventually. Didn't I just say this? Right. When people react irrationally and you are just reacting rationally, Whoever, excuse me, whoever or the situation or whoever's involved, they're going to react as if you're reacting irrationally because there's so many, so many people reacting to them that they can't do anything but react back. They don't know how to, uh, they open themselves up, but then when they open themselves up, they want to regulate what comes in. I'm not that type of person. I wouldn't open myself up. That's why I didn't do comedy because I don't want to open myself up to that and then not be able to uh live with whatever comes with that it's my time for me i need more healing
Man, that's what happened. At the end of the day, that's all that happened. And T.S., T.S., so you're going to do what you want to do anyway. So look. Um, but what I like, I, I, I want to be very careful because I, I, I'm really trying to, I'm trying to starve my ego as much as possible. That's what my next album is about. Kill the king. Killing the king is killing the ego. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this is the video Godfrey was talking about that T.I. addressed him in without him there. But when I hear this, what I, what I want y'all to know is T.I. was in the woods. For one, bro, what God got for you is yours. Can't nobody take that from you. Okay? Who said you could? Nobody's scared of your comedy, T.I. Nobody's scared of your fucking comedy. I don't know why he feel or felt in that video that somebody was intimidated by his comedic genius. It's important that y'all know that because y'all feel like Especially not no real comedian. All the people that address T.I. and shit on him, I don't even know about them. I haven't heard them yet, and they might be people I know, but I haven't heard it about that video, about them addressing you and no tweet, no nothing. All I heard was about Godfrey, and I heard about that because you was addressing him. You didn't see Godfrey talk about you. No, my nigga, you're developing it on my stage after I just headlined a show. That don't happen in comedy. You don't develop your talent on the backs of already well-known celebrities on the back of already years and years and decades of built-in rap fame. This is crazy. Nigga think because he could talk good that he can do whatever he want to do and manipulate everything. I don't think Godfrey ever said that. So that's his ego. The same thing he said he's trying to kill. That's his ego talking right now. Nothing but straight ego. I'm so glad they had a conversation because this shit will be so irky for me to watch as a comedian. Like a professional comedian. Couldn't sit through this. I wouldn't watch it enough for me to address it and respond uh, positively. <laughs> I have a lot of respect and admiration for a legend and a goat in the kind of shit. His name is Gat. All right. His name is Gat. And uh, I had. I do not believe T.I. was watching Godfrey's comedy that much as other people like Dave and Richard Pryor, all the known greats. Godfrey has done a lot for comedy and is great at comedy, but he doesn't get his just due like everybody else does. I think it's because of what he talks about and he's super pro-black and etc. So uh, I just don't know many black people that openly support Godfrey. Until they kind of have to. Pleasure of sharing the stage with him. Uh, I had the pleasure of sharing the stage with him at the Atlanta Comedy Theater. And uh, had a good time, you know what I'm saying? Got up there and worked on my set, you know what I mean? I enjoyed the crowd, enjoyed the opportunity. And well, I thought all was well. I thought it went very good. And then... I see, I see an interview with Godfrey, and how I see Godfrey, Godfrey. That's another thing. He did his own podcast. People don't understand podcasts, and they keep turning podcasts into interviews because they want to make everything the same because they're bringing this rap-ass lifestyle to these more, I just, I don't, I don't look at podcasting as, as an interviewing platform it's not a platform for people to interview people even though you can ask questions at any moment on a podcast 
I just don't think it should be used to interview people over and 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 over because it's just not. That's another thing. You're interviewing. You're not podcasting. That's the problem with something new like podcasting. It's like somebody could watch my podcast and be like, you interviewed NASCAR P and said this. I didn't interview that nigga. I just asked him a fucking question over and over again. I asked him a bunch of fucking questions. He asked me a bunch of fucking questions. What you call that? That's not an interview if we both asking each other questions. What is an interview? An interview to me is questions and a conversation in lead up to something. That's what it's supposed to be if you ask me. Even though you get to promote your things on podcasts, people don't understand that this is not for you to promote yourself. This isn't. This is a conversation and I can't even, but even for me, a conversation is a whole nother category of content, if you ask me. But I can't go there. Not right now. He's a legend. He's a goat. I mean, he's undeniable. Right? Undeniable. So would you go to an undeniable legend goat and try to perform after him? And do what he do? And your first time, nigga? Not your first time, but like, come on, man. <sighs> And this ain't got nothing to do with his ego, apparently. This is not him watching something and being offended because of his ego. It's not it's not his ego that's offended. It's just I'm just talking right now. I'm just telling the I'm just addressing it. I'm just telling the truth about what happened. It's no opinion in here, it's no perception, it's no perspective, it's no one-sided vision. This is just no ego involved. Allegedly, if you ask me. And exactly. That's all he wanted to do. Just tell the world how he don't think that anybody that says anything about him doing comedy and how bad the idea is for him to be on certain platforms this fast. Anybody who says that, you know, he's going to have an issue with it. So let's watch him get booed. I don't know any other comedian that had just started comedy and performed in this, performed for this many people. So soon. And it's like, if they did, I don't know about it, but if they did, it had to be some sort of skill level and experience and exposure factor to that and to why they can do that because they've been tested. This is a business, bro. Not only is it a business, it's a craft, it's a art form. You took all these years to perfect your rap and you're taking a few weeks and months to perfect your comedy? All right, y'all gonna think I'm hating. But when I was a child, I used the word expeditiously, consistently. I read the whole dictionary before. I didn't have nothing else to do, had nothing but time. I was always on punishment, couldn't play with toys, couldn't go outside, couldn't watch TV. I read the fucking dictionary and I wrote things. Expeditiously is not a fucking big word to me. I was in the Young Marines. I had a, a, a sergeant, whatever. Uh, uh, he told me 
every that's how he made us move faster. He would be like, S, do this, bada boom, bada boom, bada boom, bada boom. But on top of that, expeditiously, like get it done. And T.I. has become known for using big words, but that if you ask me, that's only a Southern thing because in the South, you guys were the last to be free, so you guys don't talk and use words and, and communicate and enunciate and actually use the English language in a way that somebody from the North would. This is shit nobody want to talk about because they're scared of the South. They're scared of niggas who would rather resort to violence to check you and to shut you up and to and to fix you instead of actually agreeing with you, understanding your point, seeing your perspective, and then y'all both understanding that we just got to move forward together, period. No, people rather take offense because if they take offense, then they can manipulate the other side out of not being a side anymore so that way I can just do what I'm doing with no with no resistance. I read a lot of big words, bro. I used them every day and people said I was talking white. Oh, a lot of dude from the South who talked like this and I just said everything a little bit different and I mix it all in, then I can in, in, in. Something he's saying the letter N, but from the North I would say N. N, not in. Where's the E in N? It's not no hate shit, it's just the reality about people being surprised. Like, that's the sad shit too, it's like white people like black people doing regular things that white people do every day to white people is entertainment to pop culture that's entertainment if i come out and i'm like that's why dyeing your hair is a thing it's like oh white people been dying their hair for for years but if we dye our hair it's like oh it's actually cool now yeah because we're black we didn't do certain things we don't do certain things so when we do it it's like whoa 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 that's i'm tuning in that's fucking wild oh i'm that's creative Man, everything ain't fucking creative, man. Everything ain't special. How do you get how do you become special for using a word that's been in a dictionary since before you was even around? And this ain't no hate, like I said. I could say that all day, but y'all just gonna say I'm hating. But the reality is, dude, like words are just words, bro. And this nigga built a whole brand off of a word that everybody's been using before you even found the word and knew it existed and all these people who are like not that educated who haven't read the dictionary and don't really rap that way they's like yo when i talk on the phone with ti i don't know what the hell he's saying if you read the dictionary you, you probably would it's not that it's not that complicated he's not saying anything different than what he would normally say he's just using different words to say it that's all the dictionary is it's showing you all the words that you could use Lazy people rather use Ebonics in short terms. I guess I can finish him being booed and just go from there. Ah, this shit is crazy. That's one of the probably number one rules in comedy. And I don't know anything, so don't judge me and don't take my word for it. But it's probably one of the number one rules in comedy, especially when you're famous already. Nobody that is watching you or listening can relate to being famous. We don't like you because you're fucking famous. Get that shit out of here. Your famous lifestyle. This isn't rap where you can flaunt your money in my face and I pay you more money to flaunt your money in my face. This isn't hip hop. This is we came here to enjoy ourselves, to feel, to relate to you. Now talking about to check the, the audience and say, 
when you see your favorite celebrity don't do this and don't do that because it makes us uncomfortable. How was that fucking funny? You wouldn't even know how to make that funny if you hadn't been doing comedy for a long time. And been unfamous doing comedy. Like, bro, we had to grow with you. We didn't grow with you. We grew with your music, with your fame, with your... Ah, can't say it all, because they're going to hate me. What you going to say? Ah, that's the funny. Ah, my voice and how I'm saying it. Y'all going to hate the shit out of me for this podcast. Somebody said, yikes. <laughs> oh, no, Shawty said, yikes. Ah, she said, yikes. Yo, I'm trying to tell you, man. That's the thing about me. Like, I guess I'm biased because this is in New York. And I love New York. You know what I mean? And the thing about me in New York, I don't make it in New York because I'm too, van- I'm too vanilla for New York. New York doesn't think that I'm hard enough and I'm aggressive enough and I, I'm intimidating enough to... Uh, New York has the same kind of Southern thing but without, without the... Without the, the like I said, the shortcuts. You can't really take too many shortcuts in New York. They're going to check you at every turn. So this dude addressed it with um, Michael Blackson. On live, this shit is hilarious. If you ask me, I came out the whole energy chain. Oh, you talking about they booed him when he he allegedly saying he played a song or some music and everybody was cheering, cheering, cheering because the whole energy chain and everybody was cheering. And then he said, I wish I would play a song for you ungrateful motherfuckers. And then they clap, 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 clap. And and watch Michael Blackson say. Watch what he said. Right. Because they wasn't clapping for your fucking jokes, my nigga. It was clapping for your fucking raps. That has nothing to do with comedy. Can't nobody else in comedy do that. Play a song and everybody clap. I mean, either way, bro. The audience is telling him shut up and dribble without saying it. What they say, um, stick to your day job. <laughs> It ain't no hate, man. Golly, don't hate me. I ain't say nothing. I'm a nobody. Hold on. When you do comedy on a big stage, you want the world to see this. If he didn't bomb, he would be saying, this is for the world. This is for the world. In comedy, your bread and butter is people's approval of you because they, you need them to enjoy what you do. You need them to laugh. Then on top of that, like I said, if he didn't bomb, he would be saying, this is for the world. He goes on to say, this is between me and the crowd. I bet it's between you and that crowd when you fucking bomb. Because if you did good, you would want everybody in the world to watch it. Now it's just between you and that crowd because it didn't go too good. You thought it was going to be perfect, and it wasn't because nobody cares about your celebrity anymore now that you're over here doing comedy. Nobody cares about your fucking raps. 
Forget about that shit, man. I don't feel like people told this nigga this shit, but he was so fucking confident. And people was, ha, 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 ki, 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 ki. We love you, T.I., 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 T.I. They weren't thinking about the jokes. And then once the jokes started hitting, they was like, bro, this is some bullshit. People pay to come to a comedy show, man. They come, they pay to come to a rap show, but they know what they about to get before they pay for their money. That's what they paying. They paying. Pay with their money. With a comedy show, you hoping you might get something you, you know about, but... Most of it is going to be newer shit that you haven't heard before. You're paying for that element of surprise. Meanwhile, the blast of laughter and excitement and enjoyment that you're about to get in return for spending your money. You're always going to feel like you get your money's worth or more than that when you go to a comedy show. Unless it was a bad fucking comedy show. I'm confused. You better ask him, Michael Blackson. Don't tell him. Don't let him bring that unfunny shit over there to your fucking your show, your platform. What y'all doing? What y'all doing? Y'all cooking over there? She said, you gonna do that joke or uh... <laughs> You gonna do that same joke, you gonna let it go. You gonna let it <laughs> Michael Black's a funny. It's a case by case space. You gotta have tough skin when you a comedian, bro, and I don't feel like T.I. got tough enough skin to be a comedian yet. He still keep thinking he a gangster and he rapping and he a tough guy. You can't do all that. That's not comedy. That ain't got nothing to do with comedy, bro. Comedy means a lot of people going to hate you, and you just got to keep being funny. You got to keep making them people laugh. You Comedy is turning a person who hates you to the core into a fan through joy and, and, and straight relating to you, human, empathetic. This nigga keep trying to control the whole shit. This nigga said he didn't think he was... Now it's all in fun. Uh-huh. This is the most unpodcast podcast that I've ever done, by the way. And I appreciate everybody who uh sticking with me through this. Um this is more of a YouTube episode. But it's a podcast at the end of the day, I mean. Uh uh I gotta slowly work my way back into podcasting by myself. I've done this a long time, man. It's like I've been doing podcasting for over five, over four years now. By my fucking self. I've been homeless. I've been starving. I've been sleeping outside. I've been sleeping inside. I've been sleeping on people's floors. I've been sleeping on people's couches. I've been sleeping on crack house floors. I've been sleeping all sorts of places, uh, living all sorts of places with all sorts of people doing the same thing. Getting it out as best I can with no money, no family, no budget, no nothing. No support, even. No views, no listeners. I've been doing it for a long time like that. I did that Joe Budden Live one time, and now people are telling me they want to listen, and they're tuning in. And for me, it's just like, man, I'm going to do this until I die. So you're not going to get rid of me. No circumstance can get rid of me. No person not wanting to podcast with me can get rid of me. It's just funny. I feel like uh, after Joe Budden said, yo, fire that nigga. And then I tell him, not immediately after, but I tell him to take a few episodes off. You know, then I hit him up to really just gauge his purpose and his point of doing this podcast with me. I feel like NASCAR P is actually like, yeah, I'm good on this. Whether he is or not, like I said, he ain't contacting me. Um, so it is what it is, man. 
I just uh, appreciate everybody that's here for the journey, here with me. You ain't even got to be fully here with me, but just here for the journey of life in general for all of us, all humanity, because I'm a part of that. We all going through a human experience, man. And it's, a, it's an infatuating, confusing, yet important thing that doesn't matter at all. <gasps> Let me just finish this. I'm about to get my pod kit, my pod picks ready right now. Watch Michael, watch Michael. Watch his face. <laughs> more booze or more shows? <laughs> That's a comedian right there. That's a fucking comedian. Then he. Then he resorts to what he's wearing to take the attention off of. I bet. I bet he didn't get booed either. Right. Three years. Do the work. Put your time in. That's what it's all about. Not saying he's bad at comedy. Not saying he shouldn't do it. Not saying... He shouldn't even be on the stage as he on. At the end of the day, you're going to have to do a lot of work before you even get to do that stage and it go good, is what I'm saying. He told him, he, Michael Blackson said, I've been booed before, 1,500 people. He said, just the one time, he said, yeah. And he said, nah, man, they talking I was booed by like 15,000, I was in front of 15,000, and then Michael Blackson was like, yeah, you got booed by 10,000 people tonight. That's a lot. <laughs> but that's my point, bro. If you had to do smaller stages and not jumped out into the middle of everything first, you would have been able to go through all of this on a lower scale and then work your way up and then be where you at. But then you decided to skip the line, bro. You didn't want to do the work. You didn't want to go through what everybody went through. You decided that you wasn't going to go through that. And you want to do this how you want to do it, but there's supposed to be no ego involved? It's all about the comedy and making people laugh? Or is it all about you getting to do this too so you can walk around and say, I do everything? He never thought it was able to happen. What comedian you know think they can never be booed? What real comedian do you know that think they would never be booed? That's wild. You still got booed, so you didn't perform much better, bro. What the fuck is he talking about? See, he, see how Michael Blackson, okay. He don't even know that people fuck with him because he's T.I. and it's not because he's funny. It might be a little bit of because you're funny, but you have to balance out those ratios. You have to even them out. You have to raise that up to that level. Your raps are more entertaining than your fucking jokes. People were laughing because they wanted to get to you, period. Nobody care about what you're saying. But then when you start getting on these stages where it's like, nigga, we wanna we want comp we New York is the grooming factory. A lot not just New York, but some of these stages are grooming factories for true talent. New York is all about uh int- uh not intimid- uh reputation too, uh, in a big way. They're about being able to stand on their word and have a value in their suggestions. So we don't want to suggest somebody and we don't want to promote somebody who one day they was fucking fired for us. But then when they you, know, you go see them, they was shit. It's like we're not about to promote somebody that ain't going to be good tomorrow and tomorrow and the day after. The, and New York wants their reputation to be pure and always stay true. 
I'm going to just say this too. NASCAR P told me I was going to be on the next album. And he said that on this podcast, right? You see this, right? Hold on. Three albums later, after the two albums, Yellow Tape 2. Shout out. Don't buy that. It's three albums. I don't see my name in none of this shit. And like I said, I don't got to see my name. At the end of the day, he might, I might be on there. But I gotta listen to it, like I said. But I'm, I'm only gonna promote and and advocate for what I heard already. And this shuffle one one hundred ten is my shit right here. I fuck with that right now. Hold on. You see it, man. You get it. Shuffle one hundred ten NASCAR P thirteen K on all platforms. Go check it out, man. And then here he go. This nigga's so funny, bro. This nigga got Money Counter, one of my favorite Cardi songs, Money Counter Music. Then he got Six God. This nigga taking over, bro. He not going to play with y'all, man. He got his foot on y'all neck. Uh, as much as you want to say he don't, this nigga do. Man, for tuning in, watching so, this shit, uh, like and subscribing. Uh, man, it's been another rendition of the Rondo Show podcast. I appreciate everybody, man. It's on the Rondo Show official page on Instagram and KKM Media HQ on Instagram and following and subscribing to the Kid Creators Network website. Um, tuning into uh, this channel on YouTube. Um, just my random thoughts is my show, just me. Um, I'm gonna be dropping a lot of episodes upcoming, so tune into that. Rondo Show Podcast, episode 88. I love you. Peace, bitch. Can we discuss TIB and Boo? We didn't talk about this. We didn't, we didn't talk. I had Lauren on here earlier. She talked about it. They good. They good from that, but you know, you you, you probably you gonna get booed sometimes, man. Different crowds, you understand? Gi I've been doing clubs. This is an arena show. Arena shows are different. The laughs hit different. The pacing is different. You know what I'm saying? The way you approach it is a little bit different. The shit I saw where he talked about the gas stations, well, you know, in New York, they don't really have gas stations like that. They got a few gas stations, but not, they don't have quick trips. They don't have like racetrack. They got, they can't even pump their gas. You understand? So, yeah, that's a big stage to jump on. And it's a lot of learning that come with this shit, man. Like this comedy game is like, it's a lot of fucking learning. It's a lot of fucking learning about yourself. You know? You gotta look at it and whatever the fuck going on, you gotta make it real. You can't just think about what you thinking. Anybody can do that. That's the, that's the, that's the, that's the shiny up polished LA way. You know what I'm saying? Not the, not, no, not the LA way, the Hollywood way. Cause shout out to my people that's from LA, that's funny as fuck. That I have, I always try to separate that. I always try to separate Hollywood and LA. Cause Hollywood is people that came out there to try to get it and appear to shit. And LA is actual people that live there. And you just can't lump them motherfuckers together, so. Let me clarify that. You know what I'm saying? But you feel me? So look, this shit to go. You gotta figure out how to 
do this shit at every goddamn level. Every stage gonna be different. You gonna figure it out if you really fuck with this shit. That's the shit. How you feel after the shit didn't go your way? Do you still want to do it? That's the shit to let me know. I was ready to do it. You know what I'm saying? Eric, what up? Eric Duchess, what's good? He know what it is. Eric Duchess funny than a motherfucker on tour. Just did the no cap tour. Went crazy. You already know what I'm saying? Putting on for the city. Been putting on for Atlanta. She seen it. T.I. was at that show. He ain't get booed at that show. You know what I'm saying? You ever been booed in New York? No. I've never been booed in New York. And I wouldn't let it happen because people amped up New York to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, just as a comedian from the South, we seen how they looked at us in hip hop. We seen how they looked at us. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you follow me, E. Make sure you follow Erica Duchess, man. Come on, man. She got a dope-ass Tuesday night. I know I don't be falling through like I'm supposed to, E, but that's because we be in the, in, in the studio. We be taping on Tuesday, but I fuck with you the long way. Jotty, what up, boy? Jotty funny, the motherfucker. He got special out, too. Make sure you follow these people. I'm shouting these people out, and I'm telling you they can meet them. Go fucking check them out. It's on, you know what I'm saying? This is shit. I'm not that motherfucker that's gonna be like, hey man, don't follow them motherfuckers. Man, please follow them motherfuckers. Them motherfuckers might be in a position that put you in a position. They might be in a position that put me in a position. So you never know, man. Support the motherfuckers that work. Support the motherfuckers that work. I, I love you too, fam. You already know. 